Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Freshen Up Energy. Listen, y'all know I'm a busy guy, and sometimes I need a bit of a boost, which is why I turn to Freshen Up Energy. With 100 milligrams of caffeine derived from coffee beans, vitamins B, C, and D, and zero sugar, Freshen Up has become my new go-to for getting things done. But hey, if you're new and want to try it yourself before getting a 30-serving dub, get yourself the four-star tube set with flavors such as blue raspberry, cherry blossom, more cherry, and freedom berry to see which one you like the most. With 15 flavors now and more on the way, I'm sure you'll find the one you love soon. And don't forget to use promo code PLUMES10 at checkout to save 10% of your order. And hey, if we get enough out there, maybe we'll even see a Plumes-themed flavor in the near future. Thinking something like Over the Moon for the name. But that promo code again is PLUMES10, and thank you to Freshen Up Energy for helping me bring this show to you. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. Welcome to Plumes Cast. My name is Seth, aka Phantasma Plumes. I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Now, before I get started in here today, I do have to say I'm doing this in front of a live recorded audience. In fact, I am doing this in front of my Twitch.tv wonderful chat. Hello, everybody that's listening in on this for the first time, and hello to everybody who is a part of the chat. And hey, maybe you want to come on and be a part of it too. Check out Phantasma Plumes on Twitch Thursday nights. Sometimes I do it. <laughs> Sometimes I will, you know, usually post on the Discord like, hey, I'm going to be doing this, or I'll post it on social media somewhere and be like, hey, I'm going to be doing this. But anyway, I'm doing this live. This is actually take two for all of this because. I forgot to mute my phone. <laughs> it was truly... I was on a good spiel, too, and I just completely, completely lost it. But anyway, to bring back a little bit of the professionalism, wonderful, lively, er, wonderful, lovely, disruptive, rapscallion chat, says Raybo. Yeah, no, that, that is 100% right. In fact, I have a guest star here that you're not going to be able to see unless you're watching the Twitch VOD. Uh, DJ Yo Gabba Gabba himself, DJ Lance, is here. <laughs> but to bring back a little bit of the professionalism, alright? Bring it back. Here we go. <clears throat> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Plumes Cast. My name is Seth, a.k.a. Phantasma Plumes. I've said that already, but I'm having a good time. <laughs> And I'm glad I can bring this energy early into podcasts, because we're going to be talking about some heavy stuff today. Um, Unfortunately, there's not really a positive spin I can make on a lot of the things we're going to talk about today. However, I do just want to say, you are not alone in whatever financial struggles that you might be going through that you found yourself listening to this podcast episode. Maybe you're listening to it because you like me, but maybe you found it because you searched something up and you're like, bro, student loans are coming up, interest is high through the roof. My job ain't paying me shit. Well, welcome. I really just want to preface all this with you are not alone. Please understand that nobody here is judging you for the fine or for the situation you find yourself in, and the fact that you're trying to do something better for yourself is very commendable, and I'm proud of you for that. So, just to be entirely honest with both chat and you, dear podcast listener, is 
I didn't have this episode in mind, you know, earlier this week. In fact, I had originally planned to kind of talk about something much more lighthearted that I'm going to kind of keep a secret so that way I can keep it for next week and surprise everybody with that one. But unfortunately, yesterday, Wednesday, uh, my sweet fox wife, fiance, came home and found a whole bunch of chocolate espresso beans on the ground. Our lovely cats had somehow, from the past two months, really, found a bag of chocolate espresso beans that we kept hidden away, and it opened the bag and spilled it across the floor, and actually had gotten into a bag of instant coffee mix. Our dear cat, Selkie, is a food fiend, and seeing that made us instantly think that this cat had gone on a whole snarfing spree and eaten some of that dark chocolate espresso goodness. Now that said, cats are toxic, or like there are two things extremely toxic to cats. Dark chocolate and coffee beans, which she would have had both at that time. So we immediately start to panic. And the first thing that comes to mind in that, well, really... The first two things that come to mind is how are we going to take care of this? Like, what steps do we need to take? And are we prepared for whatever comes from it? Okay? Because I'll be entirely honest with you. Whenever these emergency events happen, two things happen to me. The first one is I start figuring out everything that we need to do. I really just kind of silence myself and say, okay... I can't allow myself to be freaking out. I can't allow myself to show, you know, any crazy emotion. I need to be the rock in the situation and lead the charge on whatever we need to do. If somebody has questions, I'll be around to answer them kind of thing. And the second one is I cannot, throughout any means, show how freaked out I am. Because that's only going to make the situation worse. Of those two... I don't really consider the financial constraints of what can come from something. If you tell me right here and now that I have to run off and pay X amount of dollars to take care of my my fur babies, I'm going to take care of them. You know, that you're not going to stop me from that. I'm, as Raymu says, I go into fire, fire, paramedic mode where it's your life is more important than mine. I will do what it takes. But... In going through that, and the sigh of relief that came after, you know, figuring out, is just to be entirely honest for you, and here's a nugget of information for you before we really get into the meat and beans of this podcast episode, but we found out that anytime you have a real poison case, uh, you have to call animal poison control, even if it's just suspicion, because looking at the photo that the foxwife sent me, it didn't look like Selkie or Aki had eaten any of them. Maybe it licked it and decided it wasn't for them and walked away. Which, by the way, is perfectly fine for them. It's not safe. And really, you shouldn't try and, you know, let the cats eat or taste chocolate ever. But in this instance, it wouldn't be the end of the world. And that's the most important thing. But it's an $85 fee to find that out. And you have to make that phone call. Otherwise, vets won't perform any type of poison remediation surgery or test or anything like that. They will make the call themselves and charge you for making the call and, you know, basically then go through and say, hey, this is what Poison Control Center told me to do. This is what we're going to do. So to give you a 
brief idea of how much that would have ran. For me to call, it was $85. For them to call, it would have been some amount more. They didn't necessarily say, but I'm going to assume around the range of 120 And for both cats, it would have been 140 a pop. That is $400 if I let them take care of it 100%. And that's not even including tax. $450. So just say that. Right then and there, out of my pocket. When I found out from Poison Control that everything's fine, the cat should be fine based on what we told them. Because again, they didn't eat it. They just found the bag, opened it, and... I assume just left it there once they figured out what was going on. Because again, it wasn't a scattered mess. It was a condensed mess. And it was weird. Because we left those beans for like two months. And that cat must have been just prowling around. Saw it. Thought it was cat food. Figured out what it was and let it be. Which I am incredibly thankful for that. I'm incredibly thankful that both of my fur children are perfectly fine. Stupid. Very stupid. But... Fine. That said, the sigh of relief from $450 to $85 was so powerful that it has stayed with me to the point of me recording today. Because look, unfortunately, a lot of us are facing the same issue as money, just especially globally to some degree, but in the United States specifically. Money isn't going as far as it used to. We are seeing inflation hit everything. From basic assets of life. From apartments, electricity, gas, to the food that we eat, the milk that, or the drinks that we get. And you know what's weird too? I found this out. Uh, and you guys might want to look this up too. But for all my Georgia listeners out there, it turns out that there's forever chemicals in our water. They have tested 11 out of 51 counties for this, and, you know, they're still testing. It's an ongoing thing. It just came out to the news not too, too long ago. But three out of those 11 were found to have forever chemicals in them. So, I can go on a whole tirade about how the money to fix that infrastructure should come from the organizations that have been pumping that kind of plastic waste into the ground and into the water supply... But that's a whole nother conversation. Okay? That's something really I was going to talk about next week. I'm taking the taking the thing off the table and just being like, alright, here you go. But, look. Next month is going to be incredibly hard for a lot of people. Here's a little bit of statistics for you. I don't usually hit you with statistics, but your boy went through and did a fair amount of research on this because it has caught my attention all day long. Okay? So... Don't quote me on any of the numbers. I'm going to use general specifics. But essentially, the American savings account, the American family savings account, the average savings account, or really the amount saved by every family across the United States before COVID was up in the billions, okay? Billions of dollars saved by families across America, That money has dwindled, absolutely dwindled in the past two years to now being a couple million. You know, a couple, I think they're saying around a few, I genuinely, numbers aren't my thing. Long story short, 
over the past two years, people have eaten up their savings to the point of now heavily relying on credit cards. And in that, they are predicting that next month, October, that savings, that like the total amount of savings that people have. Now, mind you, this isn't everybody, everybody, but the predicted amount of savings that everybody has will be depleted by next month. Okay? Also, also, fun fact, from, I believe, the start of the year, inflation is up 4%. About 4%. I think it's 3.7%. Meanwhile, on top of that, wages haven't changed. On top of that, the cost of everything around us has fluctuated to tremendous different degrees. House or apartment costs have gone up, I believe, 40%. You know, continue or no, they have continued to go up over the past 40 months. The average rent cost across America has gone up for the past 40 months. All right, the cost of living just in general has gone up to record amounts. That said, corporate profits have surged up to. Record highs. Again, this is all stuff that we can talk about on next week's episode, if that's something you prefer. I typically don't get into the politics of a lot of these things, because, genuinely speaking, you know, they're, I'm going to run against people that are going to, you know, be so hard-headed in what they want to believe, which, by all means, believe what you want to believe. You know, I'm not going to look at you and say you're an idiot, from what you believe, if you believe it hard enough, essentially. I'm not going to just straight out shut out your beliefs, okay? Because I believe in healthy debate. I would encourage people to come in, especially if I'm doing a live podcast episode, jump in and say, hey, plumsy boy, uh, you were talking about this last week. Fuck you. You know what? Bring it. Let's do it. But all that to say, okay? We, as a country, have basically exhausted a lot of our savings. And what else starts next month? Student loan repayments for millions of Americans. Look, I don't usually do, you know, American-centric type podcast episodes. But, unfortunately, this isn't just an American issue at this point. Unfortunately, America has such a global impact on the economy... That what happens with us kind of unfortunately brings on to other people. In England, in uh, Great Britain, the UK, your energy prices have been soaring, okay? Just finding things in general, imports, and just really the cost of living everywhere, except for like a few key places, has gone up. Because unfortunately, people have gone out and bought a bunch of Airbnbs, and housing has become a hellscape. Especially if you're in a popular tourist area. There's so many things wrong. That really, only a set few people are really making the big money. Again, stuff we can talk about next week if you want me to talk about it. But, what does that mean for you? What does that mean for you who's just trying to live their life, put some food on your kid's table, you know, or on your family's table, and keep your kid happy? Unfortunately... We have found that a lot of people are jumping to credit cards, to, you know, running up credit card debt, and it's, fuck, I'll be honest, myself included, 
Um, because unfortunately things are just too expensive and having a $450 expense come out of nowhere, dude, that will absolutely destroy some people. You know, I am lucky enough and I will say this, I am privileged enough to say that I could endure it. I couldn't do it for long, but I have, you know, started budgeting and started planning down a bunch of things that even with that $450 hit, it would have upset how much I was going to pay towards my loans or towards my debts, but it wouldn't have been the end of me. Unfortunately, not everybody can be in that, you know, unfortunately, we don't have the foresight to see this major event happening because again, I was just working. It was a typical Wednesday. And all of a sudden, here's a $450 bill that could have hit my doorstep. Or, you know, for anybody that's getting medicine or any type of treatment and our great, you know, healthcare system doesn't tell you how much you owe until all of a sudden a bill is at your door. Or, hey, you're driving down the road and whoopsie-doopsie, you happen to hit a nail just in the edge of your tire, so you need new tires. Oh, by the way, because your tires are old, they're not going to sell you just the one tire. No, it's going to offset the car. You need two. And really, while you're at it, why don't you just buy four? The number of times a or unexpected expense can hit us is astronomical. It's terrifying. It's paralyzing, really. And that's why I really want to urge you, before we get into this crazy bullshit, to listen seriously to what I'm about to talk about. Okay? Because, genuinely, I don't want any of my listeners or anybody else on this planet to have to make the decision between getting the help you need and eating. That should never have come to be any type of, you know, reality for people. But unfortunately, that's what we're marching towards. And what you're going to find, too, is as we march closer to this, you're going to find a lot more adversaries. People online lie about how well they're doing. Okay? You will see some of your friends posting photos of them being on vacation. Here's a new car. Here's a trip to Florida. Here's me and the besties. All this fun stuff. Okay? All this expensive stuff. But the thing they don't tell you is how they're paying for it. Some of those people are incredibly lucky and incredibly privileged and get, you know, they have rich families that can back them up. Maybe they went off and followed their dreams and didn't have to worry about paying a bill or something fell through because they had somebody at home that could back them up. Okay. They're, or, you know, they came into money some way or another. Or maybe they hustled. I'm not going to take away any credit from someone that has busted their ass and got to a point that they can live. And be, you know, well off with it. If you started a business and it took off, dude, congratulations. Be proud of that. But never, never allow yourself to stop being humble. Realize where you came from. And realize that not everybody has the same amount of luck or skill to get to the point you're at. Because it's really a combination of both. Now that said, okay... You're going to see a bunch of this stuff, and really, I want you right now, 
if you are struggling with money and you are seeing your friends post all this stuff and it makes you feel like you're a loser, shut the fuck up. Genuinely shut the fuck up. Do not tell yourself that. Do not own that. You are not a loser. Maybe you made some mistakes. That's okay. Maybe you are continuing to make mistakes. That's fine. But the important part of all of this is realizing that tomorrow is a great day to start if you haven't already. Today is a great day to start too, but sometimes we're not fully ready for that yet. And I'm not going to sit here and force that upon you. All the advice I'm about to give you, all the things we're about to talk about, genuinely take them at your own pace. You know your situation better than I do. And I wish I could, you know, pop into your little world from the, you know, coming out from a cast and being like, hey, it's me, little plumes. All right, let's stock your finances. But I can't do that. Okay. You yourself know your situation better than anyone else. Be honest with yourself. We talked about, you know, setting goals and finding out how to better build upon yourself and be more confident upon yourself, all that stuff in previous episodes. And if you aren't at the point when you're ready to start looking at budgeting or looking at your expenses and figuring out what you can do, maybe go back and listen to one of those other episodes first. Get yourself to the point where you are ready to start a change. Because look, this is hard shit. You know, at the end of the day, budgeting is like trying to quit alcohol, okay? Budgeting is trying to stop smoking because it's a commitment. And if in the beginning you break the commitment, you're basically back to smoking a pack. You can find yourself going back and going against your budget and all of a sudden you're more in debt than you were before. You have to be mentally prepared for this. You have to be, and you don't have to be 100% there, But you have to be willing to give yourself the grace of failure. And you have to give yourself the grace of success. And just say, you know what? I'm going to try this. I'm going to, you know, listen to the bloomsy boy and maybe figure out something for myself. That said, you know, if you're online and you are seeing a bunch of people posting this stuff and it makes you feel bad, again, close out of it. Get away from it. I know that's hard. Because everybody, like, let me tell you something about social media, all right? On social media, everybody is posting to be the best them, like, best selves that they can be. Unless they're doing RP and they're being, you know, anything else. But nobody posts their ass. Let me rephrase that. No one posts their failures (laughs) on social media. Unfortunately, a lot of people post their ass to the glee or disdain of the world. But... Anyway, look, no one posts their failures unless they're in a very bad spot and, you know, they feel like that's their last resort is going online and being like, I need money. I'm doing this for cash. I'm doing emergency commissions. I'm doing, you know, this, that, and the other. Because, unfortunately, they got hit with a unexpected expense or an unexpected problem and they need a way to fix it. Look, I'm never going to fault anybody for doing that, you know, to be honest enough with yourself to say you need help is a strength. Genuinely, I support anybody who will go out online and say, hey, I'm struggling. Here's my faults. Here's where I'm at. This is what I'm trying to do and be honest about it. Unfortunately, there are people out there that take advantage of your kindness and say, you know what? Uh, I, I'm, I need money. You know, and then they go out and buy a purse with it. 
unfortunately, it's kind of the way things are at times, and it sucks. It sucks that people are like that. So, you know, be a little mindful about it if you see it online. You know, see if you know the person well enough before giving them money. But, all that to say. Life is hard right now. Life is incredibly hard. I wish I could, you know, come at you and be like, Oh, you know, here's a funny little joke. But I can't. I can tell you with a certainty we can survive this. Because we've survived everything else to this point. You have overcome every single step of your past to get here. And guess what? You will continue to do so going into the future. But that said, life's hard. Don't be afraid to, you know, take some time to yourself and just breathe and relax. Do what you can do. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't even have the money to do that. You know, taking a sick day can get them fired. It's fucked how the world is right now. But if you can, if you find yourself at a, you know, crossroads where you can take just a little breather, allow yourself that time. Allow yourself a little bit of rest Because, dude, it will help you so much in the long run. That said, you know, if you are ready to continue on with this, if you're ready to hear everything I'm about to say, and it's going to be a little hurtful at times, you know, giving you the heads up now, but if you're ready for everything I'm about to say, let's sit down and talk about the importance of budgeting. All right, let's talk about how you can start making a budget now and having money to the side that can grow over time. I'm not going to sit here and I'm going to be entirely upfront with you. I'm not going to sit here and be like, you need to take that money and invest it in stock, you know, or invest it in Bitcoin. No, those are gambles. Yes. Is it smart to do that at some point when you have your finances, you know, set up? Of course. But if you are 15K in the hole, you don't need to look at, you know, what the, what GME is doing. You don't need to look at what, you know, Bitcoin is doing or Doge or, you know, anything else. You need to worry about getting your, your debts down. Then when you have a little extra cash and you're not paying $300 a month for credit card fees, you can go into investing. Because look, I'll tell you this too. A lot of sites will be like, oh, you want to make some passive income to help, you know, do this, that, and the other? Bro, you need income to start for a lot of these things. Investing especially. You know, and it's a gamble. I'm going to tell you this too. Do I have a stock portfolio? Yeah, I do. Do I invest into it? Not right now, because I need that extra cash to, you know, go to my loans. Because guess what? Just like a lot of other people, I got a nice bill saying, hey, I owed this amount of money to, you know, my student loan provider. And I'm like, all right, fuck. I can't, you know, save money in the same way. I'm still putting into my 401k, because let me tell you this too. On the 401k side of things, if your business matches your contribution to a certain percentage, max it to that percentage. So, for example, if they say, hey, if you, you know, give 6% of your check, we'll match to max at 3%, meaning they, if you go 7%, all they're going to give you is still 3 put in 6%, okay? I'm not telling you right now, especially if you're trying to pay down your debts and all that, that you need to go out and rush out and do that. 
But I would fully say, you know, if you can, if you can swing it 1%, just do a little bit because what you start now grows over time, okay? That is one of the few safe, you know, investments that you can make, especially when it's partly with someone else's money. Don't go to stash and put in a bunch of money into a bunch of meme stocks. Yes, it could go through and everything will be great, but unfortunately, it's not a promise. It's not a guarantee. It sucks because a lot of places online will tell you, oh, you just need to do this. You need to do that. Invest your money. Get into acorns. Do this, that, and the other. Dude, no. Pay down your debts first. Then you can look into real estate partial investing. Then you can look into Bitcoin and crypto and everything else. Then you can look at, don't look into NFTs. Please never look into NFTs. But all that to say, if you are currently investing in stuff, by all means, if it is within your means, do so. But scale it back, especially if you have debts and loans that you have coming up that you need to pay attention to. Okay, or you're already teetering on the balance of being okay. It sucks. It absolutely sucks because all of a sudden, life threw you under the fucking bus for just living your life. For years, you could have been perfectly fine, and now all of a sudden, you're kind of questioning it. Fucking blows. But, hey, I'm here to tell you that if you start budgeting... Okay, if you start putting money aside now, dude, the fear, the dread that you feel about these unknown expenses starts to ease up a lot. Look, $10 a day or $10 a week, okay, $40 a month across 12 months, that's what, 480 480 bucks. Obviously, not everybody can put $10 a month aside into a savings account. But you can, like, that's the thing. You got to look at your what your current expenses are, what your whole life is at right now, and say, hey, I can afford to put away $10 a week. Now, there's a fair balance to all of this because... I also don't want you to give up on something important to you. If that $10 is going to stop you from enjoying a cup of coffee, and that's your one saving grace, okay, you don't have to start investing or saving money to the side to, you know, you know, be ready for an emergency event. You don't have to. I want you to be able to live your life. I don't... Because that's the thing, too, is... You should never be at a point where you are sacrificing more of yourself that basically you live to work, to work, to work. You know, to have, you work to have the right to work, to have the right to work. You shouldn't do that. You absolutely deserve little treaties. And that's why I want to come at you and be like, let's talk budgeting. Let's talk money that you can set aside that you're not really setting aside. Look, do I think putting aside $10 into a savings account now, a week, if you can float it, is a great idea? Yeah, because guess what? At the end of the year, that'll probably be like 500 bucks, you know, with interest and all attached to it. But that said, maybe you're not at that point yet. Maybe you are just really teetering on the zero breaking point, all right? 
you need to figure out what your expenses are. And what I mean is you need to start writing it down. Okay. There are a whole bunch of different apps, you know, like rocket money. There's fortune city, which I use personally. There's just the old fashioned checkbook of going through and manually tracking how much you are spending on what. Sometimes the best thing to do when you first start budgeting is figuring out what those expenses are. And you can tell yourself, oh, well, I'll just look at my credit card statement at the end of the month. No, don't do that. I mean, if you are one of those types of people that are driven enough that can do that, by all means, if you know yourself that well, do it. But I want to urge you, the next month is starting soon in, what, a week, two weeks? I want you, at the start of October to start writing down all your expenses. You know, if you go out to get coffee, write down coffee and how much the cost is. Or get, find, like, do some research. Find an app that works best for you because there's hundreds of thousands out there. Now, mind you, I would advise you not to tie it to a bank if you can. You know, that's why I like Fortune City. It is literally what you make of it as far as budgeting goes. You put in your expenses... And categorize it, you know, food, drinks, uh, technology, housing, health, etc., toys and entertainment, all that kind of different categories. Do broad categories and start writing down where everything is going. Do yourself a favor too and look at all your monthly expenses, like your set monthly expenses, your subscription plans. Like, just to be entirely upfront with you, I've used Notion, and within Notion, there's a budget tracker that you can start with. It's one of the free uh, startup, you know, applications within it that you can just list all your expenses. That's a free app that you can go and get right now, by the way. You just gotta sign up for it. There's no cost to it whatsoever. If you want to, you know, allow people to use it and go crazy with it, yeah, there's absolutely business plans available. But all that to say, or an Excel spreadsheet. Excel spreadsheets are godsends. You know, if you are familiar enough with Excel to make a beautiful graph of how you're spending, like set up a pie chart and say, okay, hey, when I put in food, add this, or make the column red, do column conditioning, or uh, column formatting, so when A1, or the A column equals food, add it to this amount. There's so much shit you can do and customize it to the way that works best for you. Figure out what that best way is, and start writing down and being honest with yourself how much you are spending. At the end of the month, at the end of October, or the end of the week, however long you want your little trial period to be, if you tend to make the same, you know, expenses... Every week. Look at that. Look at how much you spend. Is it on going out and eating? Is it going out and buying things that are really disposable? If so, start there. Start at the things you can change. You know, food, going out and eating. You know, back in the day, it used to be kind of the alternative to cooking at home. Prices were fair enough that you could go out and get food from McDonald's, Taco Bell, like a fast food place, and spend about as much as you would if you'd stayed home and cooked it. Bro, tell me why. Tell me why 
that a $5 footlong nowadays at Subway is now $11. The $11, $11 footlong don't really work. It's $5 footlong. I remember the jingle. I'm aging myself a little bit because that's an old-ass jingle. But all that to say, things have gone up crazy in price. And sometimes we don't even realize it. That's the worst part because you get so used to getting something that when you look at the price, like the actual price of something, it kind of blows you away. I got two bagels today, all right? I went over to Dunkin'. I don't usually get breakfast, but, you know, I didn't have any breakfast stuff, and usually I try and pack some cereal or something like that to go into the office with. I got two bagels today. For two bagels at Dunkin' Donuts with a thing of cream cheese, back in the day, was $4. You know why? Because I used to live, or I used to work right by a Dunkin', and sometimes in the way into work... I'd go up, grab some bagels, and go into go into the office. The people at Dunkin' knew me by name, because I used to do that a lot. Back then, it was $4 for two. Today, it was eight. Same bagel, same cream cheese, probably a little less, because that Dunkin' over by my office place now is a little skimpy with it. But, all that the same, if for some reason they can charge twice as much. Dude, it's absolutely wild what some of these places will get away with charging. And it's not even that long ago that I, you know, would get these bagels for four bucks. It's like less than two years ago. You know how I know? Because it's still during COVID. Time to make a farm for myself. These prices are nonsense, says Ramu. Well, Ramu, I got some bad news for you. Turns out it is illegal in like 11 states to catch rainwater. So make sure you're not in that. <clears throat> yeah, fucking wild. Also, some places say you can't farm without a permit. Go fucking wild, right? The things you're trying to do to protect yourself. Now, Raymond brings up a good point, though. There's plenty of, like, vegetables out there that you can regrow hydroponically, which means just dunking them in water. Dude, heads of lettuce, okay? Those long sticks of lettuce, cut it in half, leave the bottom, or leave, like, the bottom quarter... Dunk it in water, it will regrow into a full plant. Green onions, I do this all the time. Green onions, leave the bottom white pieces, dunk them in water. Let it stick up above, and it will regrow. Mint, actually, if you get it underneath a chopping, you know, underneath where the leaves are, dunk that in water, and it will regrow stem, or regrow roots. Mint is an invasive plant, by the way, just saying. I have one of those plants going in the uh, bedroom, or not in the bedroom, on the kitchen counter right now. Hydroponics is a great thing to look into if you're trying to grow your own food. Like, genuinely, I believe that might be part of the way of the future, with just how expensive everything gets. But, anyway. <clears throat> All that to say. Also, be mindful of where you're shopping. You know, I'm just going to start this off here, too. Be mindful where you're shopping. I'm not going to tell you right now that you need to, you know, look online and do a bunch of price hopping, you know, trying to find the best price. Like, so you go to Walmart for three things and then go to Target for three things and then you go to Aldi for three things. No, because really, when you're doing that, if those places aren't next to each other, you're spending more money on gas 
and the wear and tear on your car than anything else you're saving. Unless it's some really nice savings. If it's like 50 bucks, bro, I'll drive out to fucking middle of nowhere. Hell, fun fact, Breath of the Wild, or no, Tears of the Kingdom is 30 bucks over at Costco if you got a Costco membership. You don't even need a Costco membership to get into Costco, by the way. You just need a Costco gift card. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. But anyway, <laughs> all that to say, all right, there are a bunch of ways you can start saving money. We can go into a whole conversation about that too. And we will to some degree. But really what I want you to do is start writing down every expense that you take, every expense that you make, and categorize it. Figure out what it is, and then make the adjustments there. Now, there's a whole bunch of different budgeting styles at that point too. Alright? I can't list all of them because, be honest with you, I'm not a budget guru. I'm not a financial guru by any means. I'm just a 28-year-old that is going through it too. All right? But there are certain budgets that say, okay, hey, you cut out, you know, going out to eat. There are certain budgets that say you don't spend any money on digital transactions. You know, there's certain budgets that say clip your credit card. Now, look, I'll be up front with you and say that I believe everybody should be making every purchase on a credit card because most credit cards these days come with points, comes with cash back, comes back or comes with some kind of reward. But really, the best thing about credit cards is if somebody were to steal your card information, you aren't locked out of your money. You have your debit card while you dispute your credit card. It's kind of hard to get another credit card and, you know, have the ability to eat when all of a sudden your credit card goes missing. It's, it's not easy. I've been there before, you know. Now, mind you, if you're the type of person that's knee-deep in credit card debt, maybe do yourself a favor and, you know, put your card somewhere you can't easily get it. Leave it out of your wallet. Start carrying cash, you know. There was, on TikTok, a, you know, budgeting scheme, where it was budgeting scheme, really budgeting schematic, is how I should have said it, where every week you take X amount of dollars, like you pull it out of your bank account, and you manually put it into pocket, like pocketbooks, of different things that you're going for. You know, whether that be rent for the month, whether that be, you know trips maybe that's you know something you want to buy maybe it's groceries so on and so forth if you work a job that still handles mostly everything in cash like you know being a waitress or barista or anything like that where cash tips are a thing dude i absolutely recommend that for you i will be honest with you one thing that i've been toying with the idea of is taking 40 dollars out every week all right and that's my budget for the week that is my, really, I could probably tune it down to like $20, but, you know, just to have a little bit of extra cash on the side, just in case I need it. Mind you, I have my debit card, and I still have my credit card, but I essentially limit myself to saying, okay, I'm only allowed this $40 a week to do whatever I want. If that's buying food, you know, for myself and not groceries for my fiance or the cats or anything like that, you know, certain things will come out of my card versus, you know, the cash that I'm carrying. 
But I wanted to start carrying that because when I get to the point of, you know, at the end of the week, when I still have whatever amount of money left, I want to put that money into a, you know, bottle of sorts or a box or something, a safe, and just let that ride. Not only do I physically limit myself to what all stupid things I'm getting into, but I can straight up say, okay, you know, the money that I'm saving from what I'm allowing myself to have is right here. I can then go to the bank and say, hey, here's this money back. You know, maybe I keep the cash off to the side and then I say, all right, put it into my ATM and then go pay bills with the extra cash that I thought I didn't have. There's a bunch, or you set yourself, like, one last tried and true method of budgeting is setting a dollar amount that you don't go past. And saying, okay, um, for food, I don't want to spend more than $200 this month. Or I don't want to spend more than $400 altogether, or $800, or 1000 whatever your budget may be. Because, unfortunately, the thing about having a card and just having credit in general especially with these fucking apps nowadays where you can go and make a payment or buy something and then you pay it back in four months, you know, in four different payments, it unfortunately incentivizes you to spend more than what you really have. And that, my friends, is the real fucking kicker of life. Where you sit there and you make these big purchases and all of a sudden you have multiple four-time or quarterly payments that you have to make because, hey, you wanted that, you needed a new TV or need a new laptop for school. Cool. You went to Kiara. You got the account. It's good. You went on to Amazon. You have an Amazon card and you bought yourself, you know, I don't know, clothes and all for school. All right. That's another, you know, 12 different payment thing. It's stupid and gets people into so much trouble. Don't do it. Find a way to limit yourself in some kind of way, some kind of capacity, and limit yourself like that. And be proud of whatever money you have at the end of it. If you go over, okay, that's fine. That's bound to happen. That's why it's not something hard that you can't get out of. You know, you don't want to say, oh, I'm going to leave my debit and credit card at home and only carry 30 bucks. Well, God forbid your car breaks down and you need an Uber. What are you going to do? Be smart about it. Make it harder for yourself to reach for those cards and give yourself an alternative. Some people use gift cards. Some people use uh, refillable gift cards to do this. Instead of cash. That works too. But look, okay? After doing all that, you have to understand, like how to use budgeting to further on achieve whatever goals you're going for, whether that's full debt repayment or, you know, buying something big like a house, an apartment, paying for a wedding, who knows? The important part, okay, when you're saving for like a down payment, paying off debt or retiring early is understanding that the budgeting that you're doing now helps get you to that point later on. Now, again, I told you earlier on that you don't need to starve yourself to, you know, get to whatever budgeting goal you need. You know, sometimes you need to really reevaluate your current life situation 
and, you know, say, okay, hey, I need to, you know, find a different job that's going to pay me better. Maybe you got to be a little brave and put yourself out there and find yourself a side hustle of sorts. You know, our beer money has been something I've talked about a number of times, especially on the Are you, Do You Have a Side for Hustles podcast episode, where I was like, hey, there's a whole subreddit of people talking about ways in which you can make beer money, which is like a couple hundred bucks a month, or a couple, like really like hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars a month. You can get more from that if you're more into it, but all that to say, there are places that you can go and make a little extra cash filling out survey. And like, let me say this too, excuse me, let me say this too, by doing surveys online, by selling stuff that you don't want, by, you know, freelancing your skills, getting a part-time job, whatever you do to help, you know, balance out your income to bring in a little extra income. Don't be ashamed of that. Some people will be out there and be like, oh, you can't hang out with us because, you know, you gotta go work. You're so lame. You're such a bitch. Fuck them. True friends are gonna sit there and be like, you know what, homie? I understand it. Do what you gotta do. Get that bread. You know, there are gonna be some people that wanna go to expensive eateries and you're gonna be like, I I can't do it. Be honest with those people. And if they give you shit and don't offer like an like an alternative or anything like that, bro, let them go. Because that's probably part of the reason why you're in this situation to begin with. Also, and I hate to say this, because genuinely, I don't like being the asshole of a situation. But if a friend asks you for money and you don't have the money, you are not an asshole for saying no. Just being like, hey man, I don't have it. Or being like, hey man, I, I can't. Not right now. Alright, if your friend is constantly asking you for cash, and you know that's all they keep you around for, let them go. But that said, you know, you have to... Like, if you can help somebody, and you have the means to do so, by all means... Help them. Help your friends. Be there for each other. But also don't be like don't beat yourself up if you can't bail your friends or your family for that matter out. <clears throat> Unfortunately, in life we came in like we came into this life by ourselves. It sucks. But sometimes you have to be selfish and say, I need to do this for my family. I need to do this for me. And keep a little bit of that cash back. There's nothing wrong with it. There really is nothing wrong with it. You have all rights to say, hey man, can't do it. Hell, even when I do these charity drives, right? When I talk about wanting to raise a bunch of money for charity. Do I love doing it? Yes. But am I going to sit here and like constantly shove that in people's faces and be like, Oh, children need the money so that way we can get them food and resources and everything. I'm not going to do that. Because unfortunately, I understand just as much as everybody else. That the dollar and the, everybody else's bank account is tight as hell right now. And whatever we get, I'm incredibly thankful for. And they will be incredibly thankful for. I'm going to keep doing what I do because I love doing it and I love helping people. 
That said, you know, I don't ever expect, like, just bringing it around to me for a little bit, I don't ever expect anybody to come out and be like, I'm going to subscribe and toss money at me. I don't expect anybody to be like, oh, the podcast is great and toss money at, you know, podcast subscriptions. I don't even have podcast subscriptions enabled. I don't do any of this for the cash value of it. I'm not telling you any of this because I'm making a bunch of bank behind the scenes. I'm telling you this because I want you to become the best you that you can be. And I hope that when you start to improve, you take the lessons that I'm telling you now and you run with them. And you tell other people about them. You can tell them about the podcast. That'd be cool, sure. But really... Take the things I'm telling you here and use them to better yourself. That shit is what makes me happy. That's what makes me proud to do the podcast and do it live and allow people to ask questions. Or, you know, even if it's after the fact and you send me an email to, you know, plumescast at gmail.com, cool. You know, I'm around for that. I help people. That's what I do. That said, you can be that person for other people, too. I don't necessarily need to be me sitting here with a mic in front of, you know, lights on a, you know, gaming streaming website to do that. I'm never going to say, don't be kind. But realize that you can't always save the world. That, again, could be part of the reason why you're in the hole. And you need to be honest with yourself. If you are giving money to somebody else who isn't doing any... Well, not even if they're not even doing anything with that money. If they promise they'll pay you back and they haven't paid you back, bro, let them go. You can't allow other people to drain you. You can't allow other people to thrive off your successes. You can always be a friend, and you can always recommend sitting down with them and figuring out maybe the cause of their problem. Giving money to people doesn't always rectify everything like they seem to think it will. Maybe you're just enabling a problem for them, too. That's okay. You know, maybe you didn't know, maybe you didn't realize it until I said something. But don't look at yourself and be like, oh my god... You know, I'm $5,000 in the hole and I just gave $3,000 away to a friend of mine because they needed it. Don't look down at yourself for that. They appreciate that. And, you know, hopefully they come back around and they get you. Or, you know, if they don't, maybe karma comes back around and you win the lottery. Look. We've kind of gone over a bunch of different things here tonight. And... We also talked about, you know, a lot of the expenses you can run into. And just really to remind you one more time, like there are three real things that you always kind of want to budget for, depending on where you're at in your life. Your unexpected expenses, your growing family, and your retirement. You know, I will always make the argument for those three things. Because, look... You know, maybe you get you find a cat one day and you want the cat to, you know, come live with you. You adopt the cat and it's great, but the cat's expensive. You kind of got a budget for that early on. You know, growing family. 
Maybe you, when you're out and about, you know, maybe you'll be out with friends and all of a sudden you, you'll be like me and meet the love of your life at a cafe. And all of a sudden you want to take them out on dates and you want to buy them nice things and spoil them rotten because they're the most important person to you. You know, you got a budget for that. And, you know, unfortunately, Social Security is probably going to be drawn up by the time, or really sucked up by the time that we get to it. Which sucks. You know, the way to solve that is, you know, getting the people up top to pay the taxes that they're supposed to be taxed on. But that, again, is another conversation for another day. But you always should be looking towards the future and your next big venture. It doesn't need to be retirement. Maybe it's your next goal. Maybe you figured out that, hey, if I move out from the current state that I'm at, or maybe if I move across countries and move, you know, out of state and out of, you know, the country to a much more inexpensive spot or a place with better job market or a place that, you know, can give me the money that I deserve. Maybe that's what you budget for. Look, you don't always have to be doing all three at once, but be mindful of what your goals are. Because let me tell you something too, okay? On top of all of this, do not allow yourself to sacrifice fun entirely. Because I'm going to be honest with you. In life, you are your ultimate limiter, okay? And what I mean by that is is if you are going up every single day and you don't understand what you're working for or what you're trying to achieve or anything like that, you just kind of feel like you're in a rut and you haven't hit that stride and you can't figure out what that stride is, it's because you haven't given yourself the opportunity to experience it yet. I will make the argument that every single person will find something in their life that they treasure and value and want to and can't live the rest of their life of, without. You know, hopefully you're not going down the illegal path, but you know, maybe you'll find out that you love the countryside and you want to move there. Like you fall in love with the mountains, you want to move up to the mountains. You find out that you have a passion for cars and you want to work on cars for the rest of your life. You have to allow yourself to continuously experience new things to then be able to find out what your life goal is. Don't allow anybody else to stand in the way of that exploration. Spend a little bit of money. If you saved enough money, like really, the goal to budgeting at the end of the day is being able to say, all right, I can survive three months without a job. Figuring out how much that is and then, you know, going from there and making that money, anything past that, hey, that's free to play with. You know, maybe you dip into it just a tiny bit and you figure out, all right, well, I could go two months without a job or I can go a month without a job. You have a little bit of wiggle room and you have a little bit of room that if you had an unexpected or unexpected expense or you got fired and your income got cut, you know, you have that leverage. Dip into that just a little bit every now and again because you don't work or you don't live to work. Okay? You never do. You work to live. Play hard, work hard. 
or work hard, play hard. Never forget that. Because you might end up finding out that you have denied yourself the experience that gives you your drive in life. Do I think I've found my drive in life? To some degree, yes. I've found the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. And dude, I bust my fucking ass to make sure that we're okay. And we'll continue to be okay. Because that's the life I want to have with my partner. With my soon-to-be wife. And I'm proud of that. I never had that before. And now that I have it, I'm not going to let anybody steal that from us. You will find it in time. You just have to allow yourself to get out there and experience life. Spend a little cash. Be a little risky. Make a big move here and there. Make a leap without knowing where you're going to fall. Sometimes you will have the luxury of having people behind you that will back you up. Sometimes you don't. But that's why I urge you to consider budgeting now. So you can have the opportunities that give your life meaning and then you can run with it. And man, when you start running, I hope you look back at the start line and you see me waving at you. I'm fucking proud of you. I'll be at the finish line for you too. Cause, you know, it's a big circle. But you know. You you were on the whole lap. I just turn around, I'm like, hey, you did it. <laughs> but anyway, I think I have gone on more than long enough about budgeting and everything else. Genuinely, I am incredibly appreciative of everybody being here and being a part of this. Um, it is starting to get late, so I will probably go ahead and end things off here. But seriously, please feel free to reach out to me at plumescast at gmail.com or on any of the social medias that I've mentioned or I'll mention later on. Because, again, you know, it's hard. It's hard to do this by yourself. And if you don't have anyone else you really want to talk to about it, hey, you got your boy. You know, luckily enough, I'm still a small enough content creator that I call everybody by name, and I love that. And I want to keep doing that for as long as I can. Do I want to grow and be a bigger content creator one day? Of course. But for now, just being able to talk with y'all and have fun and record these podcasts and give you the life lessons that you need to strengthen yourself up and overcome everything with, dude, I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. But again, if you need help with any of that anything that i talked about today or you want to debate it dude i will be more than happy to talk about this stuff with you or hey tell you what you know you may come back with a great point and i'll say you know what let's talk about this come out to twitch.tv slash plumes on thursday about 7 30 p.m or 8 30 p.m whenever i decide to get started and we'll talk about it live And we'll have a debate, and I'll record it, and we'll post it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, thanks to Acast, and go from there. I'm all about that kind of stuff. Because at the end of the day, I never want to be an enemy to you. I never want you to feel like I'm talking down to you. I hope that none of you feel like I talk down to you. Genuinely, I want to see you be the best you that you can be. Because y'all help me be the best me I can be. But remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. You got Phantasma Plumes on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. 
and Tumblr. You can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube in the form of pods. And you can email the show directly by sending it to plumescast at gmail.com. That email address again is plumescast, P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. Or if the podcast is enough plumes for you, find more topics such as technology and book reviews over at phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. That URL again, phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. Guys, thank you all so much for listening in. And as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everyone, get them budget books ready, because I want to hear how you're doing next week. Bye-bye!